My name is Carl Hinder, and you're listening to the Salon Help Good to Go podcast, the podcast for salon and spa owners who are looking to grow. The only thing stopping you is you. Episode 34. Why are you so scared? Now, I know we all have problems. We all have problems, okay? Even the coaches have problems, guys. Don't let them tell you that they don't. But we've got to start focusing on what we are doing. You know, I was talking to someone in the last few days who said, you know, I just want a stable business, okay? I just want to have a, I think the word they used was sustainable, which to them meant like plateaued, exactly the same. I want to tell you this. There is no such thing as a, a sustainable business or a stable business, okay, or a business that stays the same. Honestly, you're either going up or you're going down. There is nothing else left. Either you're growing your business or you're shrinking your business. Now, you might want to shrink your business, in which case you guys carry on. For the rest of us, we have got to be in a, a state of perpetual motion to grow the business, right? There isn't any other option because if you try and plateau, I want to stay the same. The next day, you've already got smaller because of the price of goods, because of inflation, because goods have gone up and because rent has gone up and everything else has gone up. If you think I'm going to stay stable, you've already started to deteriorate. You are option is to only be in a growing business unless your plan is to shrink, unless your plan is to close, of course. All right. So this kind of got me thinking or, or got me chatting to this uh, to this client. You know, why would you want to be in a plateau? Why would you want to be in a stable situation? And they said, Carl, because if I can just plateau, if I could just stay stable, I wouldn't have so many problems. And I thought, well, how do you get to that point? You know, well, you know, if, I, if I'm not trying to challenge myself, then I don't have more problems. If I don't look for the opportunities, I just deal with what I have at the moment. And the trouble is, that isn't true. There's loads and loads and loads and loads of salons in our industry and spas and barbershops that have been going for a very long time, maybe 20 years or 30 years or 40 years. And they've got the same problem now as they had 20 years ago. And it's those problems I'm going to talk to you about. So first of all, you know, we talk about problems and nobody, you know, ever gives me a definition. So I'm going to give you a definition of what we are talking about. You've got a problem, guys. When something or someone doesn't behave in a way that you expect it to. Simple as that. If you expect sales of £10,000 a month and you've got £9,000, you have a problem. If your member of staff is supposed to be here at nine o'clock and you expect that and they turn up at half past nine, you have a problem. So when something or someone doesn't behave in a way that you want them to, expect them to, then you have a problem. That's why I'm saying none of us are devoid of problems. You know, some people say, oh, well, they're opportunities. Listen, call them what you want. They have to be addressed. The mindset part of this, the mindset part of the problem, and this is where me, with me as a coach in particular, but lots of coaches, salon owners who are successful, when you understand that the mindset is, I will never accept a problem for what it is. When you accept that the problem has, uh, has occurred and cannot be fixed, you pretty much have accepted that this is the status quo and that often 
is going to be a level of failure. You have to never accept that a problem cannot be fixed. I promise you in business, there is always, 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 always a solution to a business problem. Are you prepared to find the solution? Now, I'm going to challenge you tonight when we start talking about your favorite subject, staff, in a moment. Not only are you prepared to find out what the problem and the solution is, are you prepared to take corrective action? Before we talk about staffing, before we talk about staffing, let's start just talking about ordinary problems and how you need to start dealing with them in terms of them not dictating, not becoming a repetitional part of your life. And this is the first part that I see salons have as a problem in their business. Imagine this. Imagine, and you don't have to imagine it too well, because this happened to me the other day. I was online with a client and the client was in their office and the office door was at the behind them, all right? And we were talking, we were doing a coaching session, we were working on something. And a knock on the door came. And the door opened and this uh, member of staff poked the head around and the um, salon owner got up and they walked over and they had a bit of a chat. I couldn't hear what they were saying. And they give him instructions. Da, 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 da. And um, then the person came back and my client and apologized to me and uh, kind of told me what the problem was roughly. And uh, we carried on. You see, the problem is this. The problem isn't that we went and spoke to that person. The problem is we never dealt with the problem. So let's say, it doesn't matter. I'm just giving you examples, right? Let's say that person came to the door. And as an example, they said, uh, there's a lady outside and she needs a refund. Why does she need to come to the salon owner and ask her, can I do the refund? Or do you want to speak to the client? Or what shall I do next? Why would the member of staff have to do that? What if they were coming to the door and saying, hi, uh, listen, could I just have two minutes of your time? I need to book some time off. Yeah, I need to I need a book a holiday. Um, or uh, I don't know, can you come back out here because um, I've got a color that's gone wrong or I'm not sure which um, which toner to use. Uh, do you, you get me, guys? You see, what you do, now, come on, guys. When I say you, I'm talking to the people who have got problems like this. If you haven't got problems like this, I'm not putting you all in the same box. I'm putting the majority of you in the same box, okay? Not everyone, just a big pile of you, where you are dealing with problems on a firefighting basis. And I'm proud of you in a way. I'm proud that you can do that because I can't do it. Okay, maybe I'm, I coach like this because I can't do it. I can't firefight. I find it way too difficult, way too stressful, way too time consuming, right? To be firefighting every day. I've got to have a system, a procedure for everything, literally. You see, this is what I'm saying to you about the problem. The next time that someone knocks that door, instead of saying to them, you know, okay, here's the refund thing. This is what I want you to do. Okay, you've got to deal with it there and then on that spot. But I would be, I would give it every ounce of my soul to say, I'm never going to allow any member of staff to knock on my door again when I'm in a meeting to ask me how to deal with a refund. So now, after this meeting with my coach, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to put together a procedure that says when a client complains, uh, this is step one. 
Step one is to ask the client what they would like us to do. Step two is to take um, a statement. I'm not telling you what the procedure is, guys, for complaints. I'm saying you come up with a procedure and then you get the team together. Then you give them all a copy. Then you train them on it. Then you make sure that they understand it. Then you role play it. Then you practice it. And then you tell them, never knock on my door ever again for the problem you knocked on my door for. You now all have an understanding, a procedure, a system. You have training. You have my blessing, my confidence, my authority to deal with it yourself. That is what you have to do in your business. And I'm only choosing, you know, uh, a customer complaint as an example. I don't care what it is. If it's a holiday form that needed signing, if it was a color, then you they needed to know how to put a toner on it. If it was, I don't know, the milkman needed his bill paying. What's the procedure you are going to put in place to stop that problem ever happening again? No, the problem is going to happen again. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But when the problem does happen again, what do they do? The thing they don't do is come to you. The thing they don't do is panic. The thing they do is go to their procedure and they follow it. This is how you build a very stable business in terms of stress okay a business where not every micro thing is managed by you where you are not as important as you think or want to be are you with me i hope you're with me so far i want you to be thinking about i've got a problem how do i never allow it to ever happen again and that's the only way you're going to grow your business and enjoy it otherwise you're going to go through the same thing over and over again. A discussion with another client recently where they said, we were out of stock of something. I said, okay, you're out of stock. No big deal. And they said, yeah, but you know what? We go to stock all the time and the customers don't like it and they won't wait any longer. It's not like the old days where we used to run down the warehouse. And... What are you talking about? If you're out of stock once, you fix it forever. Okay, show me your ordering system. Okay, well, our ordering system's not so good and sometimes we can't fix the ordering system the ordering system is now the responsibility of a member of staff it's not the responsibility of you and when she's on holiday this is her deputy and this is the sheet that she fills out and these are the numbers that she counts and this is the telephone number that she phones fix it guys okay i'm not talking about ordering i'm talking about fixing problems so make it your kind of spent a bit later for new year's resolutions but better today okay the next month better today than next year the next time a member of staff comes to you and says i've got this problem solve it for them or with them straight away absolutely secondly solve it so it doesn't come back solve it so the next time they can refer to a manual they can look at a check sheet they can look at their tattoo they can do the thing that they need to do to take that away from you I need to get your stress down, guys, because I need your energy, right? I need your your positive mental energy. I need you focused on the good things, on the on the exciting things, on the growth of your business. I can't have you distracted by, you know, without the stock of a shampoo or the fuse is gone on the laser machine. There's got to be a system. And if you can't think those things and think of those things in advance, then at least react to them and say that will never happen again. I'm going to move on to the staffing problems, and I want you to start thinking about, is this me? And I'm going to say, again, the majority of you suffer from this problem. I want you to start thinking, how do I stop myself suffering from this problem? Nobody can enjoy suffering, do they? 
<laughs> I certainly don't. Fix the problem, guys. Find the problem, solve the problem. Not find the problem, solve it for five minutes. Solve it forever. Okay, let's have a look at this then. So, staff problems. All right, so we, you know, more salons. When I had my salons, we had staff problems. And I had more staff problems in the early years than I did in the latter years because I started fixing them, because I started addressing them, because I started making them less and less and less, because everyone knew what they were doing. Everyone had guidance. Everyone had procedures. All right. If that's sounding boring to you guys, I'm awful sorry. But it's who lot better being bored with a well-known uh, routine and system than it ever will be with a well-known, boring, uh, firefighting approach all the time. Now, let's talk about your staff. Let's talk about why you don't hold your staff accountable. Why are your staff almost allowed to do anything they want? Why can your staff spend 15 minutes longer on a service than you allocated for them? Why can your staff turn up 10 minutes late? Why can your staff have no sales target? Why don't they have a sales target, guys? Why can your staff come late from lunch? Why can your staff go off sick but have no interview, have no um, repercussions for being absent? Why can your staff come in wearing the wrong shoes, come in with a dirty uniform, come in with their hair not in place, come in look, looking like they've just fallen out of bed? Why can your staff do clients at home? You pick the, you pick the problem, guys, right? Why are your staff allowed to underperform? Why are your staff allowed to misbehave? Why do they have poor conduct and you allow it? Why do you allow them to talk about you? Why do you allow them to talk about other customers okay, in a negative way to other staff? You go on, you get your list out. Why do you allow all of these unprofessional behaviors? Because you think, don't you? You genuinely think this. You think, Carl, generally they are good people. All right, first excuse. I don't think, Carl, that I'm going to get anyone better than this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, sometimes they're a bit late and they don't usually hit their targets and they don't sell too many products, but they are lovely people, Carl. They are wonderful. And she's been with me five years and, and seven years. And yeah, I don't think I could get anyone better. See, that is where you start. You've convinced yourself, right? I cannot get anyone better. Once you believe that, you don't actually want to deal with the issue you are scared guys you're scared that they're going to leave you aren't you this is what i'm talking about you'll never deal with a problem of staffing you'll never hit your targets you'll never have low stress levels you'll never have an efficient business you'll never sell the right amount of retail you'll never grow or grow consistently because you're scared that they are going to leave you now let me tell you what happens when you're like that. Let's say you've got six staff in your business. You're going to have, say, two really, really good ones. You know, they know things inside out and upside down. They know colors. They know, they know skin treatments. They are amazing. Their consultations are bang on. In the middle, you're going to have two pretty kind of okay people. They're not too bad. Um, you know, they, they're doing okay. They're neither at the top. And you've got a one or two down the bottom who, in all honesty, if you 
could replace them, you wouldn't worry about it. You kind of like, oh, just let them go, right? I, I, and maybe you say to your partner at home or maybe you say to your business partner, you know, I just wish she would go. I wish she would leave or, or I wish uh, I'd never employed her. That was one that I had the other day. Carl, I wish and I knew before I even took her on that she was the wrong person, but I couldn't get anywhere else, Carl. And I didn't want to be left on my own. I didn't want to be undermanned. I didn't want to be, I'm too scared, Carl. So I'm going to take on a problem. The problem is these two bottom ones are now ruining the other two, the next two up, or maybe ruining the other four up. So in your self-defense mechanism, where you are the most important person emotionally, you are jeopardizing and damaging the other four or five people in your operation because you think that one or two of them are irreplaceable. You are absolutely scared, okay? You're never, ever, ever going to solve the problem. The problem, though, is that isn't those staff, you see? The problem is no staff. The problem is you've got no systems. And the problem is you haven't got a recruitment policy. You haven't got a recruitment system. You haven't got proactive recruitment. And for the salons out there that have been going a long time and haven't got a ton of money and aren't what um, financially you would consider successful, you've been dealing with these problems for a long time. And as um, the musician, um, I think it's his name is C6 Steve, he said, you know, I was born with nothing and I still got most of it left, okay? Well, you're kind of like with your salon, you know? I had tons of problems when I first opened and I still got most of them left because I haven't changed anything. I've just been doing firefighting. I've just been scrapping. I've just been surviving because I don't think I can do anything better. And I'm giving you the staff as an example, but you can pick anything you want. You could pick retail and say, Carl, we don't sell retail because I don't want to be pushy because of the emotions of my staff or the emotions of the clients. And you've got all your barriers. You don't fix anything. And then you can't pay your bills. And then your electricity bill goes up and you take a little bit less more, no, a little bit less more. I think I was a bit of Welsh there. A little bit less money home than you did last time. And who's suffering? Not your staff, not your clients, but you. Because you're finding the problem. Well, the problem's finding you, isn't it? Let's face it. The problem's finding you for sure. And you will not solve it. You'll go and firefight it for the day. Maybe you'll have a stern talk to that member of staff one day. But you don't fix her or it. I mean, fix the problem, not it as a person or him. Okay. You don't fix it. You just do a stick in plaster. Maybe you have a bit of a temper tantrum, but they repeat their poor performance in a few weeks' time. You've got to think where does this belief come from? Where do I, where did I ever believe I couldn't find someone better? That's not a true thing. You're saying that my worst member of staff is better than all the other staff in all the other salon. That's not true. Your worst member of staff can be replaced by lots and lots of other people in someone else's salon or someone who is freelance or someone who is rent a chair. But I'm not talking about recruitment tonight. I'm not even talking about staff. I'm talking about you have a problem. Why don't you go and fix it? Why do you live with the stress of ongoing problems? You don't do it, okay? And I hope you aren't doing it. And I'm not a relationship uh, expert. But, you know, if you're in a torrid relationship, hopefully you work out that the problem's too big and you end up with a divorce. Well, why don't you have a divorce with the worst member of staff? Okay, you don't say, I'm going to hang on to this, um, I'll pick me, this husband, okay, because I won't get a better one. All right. You say this husband's not very good. 
I'm going to get rid of that one and I'll worry about another one at a later date. You've got to start thinking, I've got to solve the problem. I cannot continue to put up with it. The stress is too much. It's debilitating, guys. It's the worst thing in your worst thing in your life to have stress in your business. It's debilitating. It will crush you. Honestly, when you've got problems in your business, you are going to have a heck of a fight to get out of that. And the more stress you got, the less energy you have as well. Why don't you go out there and solve them? Why do you keep putting up with them? And that's all for this week. Thank you for joining me on the Salon Health Good To Go podcast. Please take a look in the show notes for some useful links. And please leave a review and let other salon and spa owners know that I'm here every Sunday at 4 p.m. Take care, guys. I'll catch you on the next episode.